Welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy, and today we're joined by our art lord, Ben Segus. Hello. And our resident animancer, giver of movement, Nika. Hi. <laughs> Oops, I didn't say your full name. Thank oh, you, dear. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. I try to keep it even, use everybody's full names. If this is your first episode of this podcast, if you're just jumping in, we're a small dev game dev company, a couple of artists that decided to make a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure, and it's called Dungeons of the Obelisk, and this is our podcast. It's kind of our audio journal of our progress, and we talk about things we're working on and issues we run into, and hopefully it's entertaining for you. Kel's not on this episode. He's traveling. But before he left, he turned in his Prototype 5 build. And there's a ton of new stuff in it to talk about. So um, I have a little bit of a list here, so we'll try to maybe stick to that so we don't miss anything. But uh, first thing on the list is the puke rat that we've been talking about is finally in the <laughs> game. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool seeing that thing moving around in game. I was not expecting that actually, so that was really cool. The run yeah, and I love the Yeah, the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the run animation for it is amazing. Like it, it <laughs> runs on all fours and then it like stands up and, and hangs out and then it runs again. It's so much better than it like ever needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was kind of just a, like, I was trying to figure out how to make him walk around on two legs, and then I was like, well, I'd almost want to, if, if that almost felt, like, pretty hard on itself, because I was like, well, he'll be just kind of waddling, so I was like, can I make him walk on all fours? Let's try it. <laughs> and so it just kind of became a little challenge, and I, I'm happy with how it turned out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can only imagine just walking on the two legs and look kind of like a penguin or something. <laughs> but yeah, the four legs is so much better. Yeah, that that was kind of what I was running into as well. I was like, he's so upright that it kind of looks silly when he like tries to hobble around yeah. that way. But ferocious otherwise. Like I love <laughs> the idea of it crawling up <laughs> you on all fours and getting up and being like tall. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, the one thing I'm, uh, well, first of all, anybody that's listening to this, around this time I'm going to record the Prototype 5 video, so that should be on knobcat.com and the link to the YouTube video if you want to check that out to see anything we're talking about. But my one note on the rat is it's kind of huge, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty big, yeah. <laughs> Posing kind of. Like, yeah, it, like, if the rat is that big... Like, how big is the gelatinous cube going to be? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. Might have to bring down the size a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think the rat's going to get shrunk from what it is is now, but uh, it's pretty scary the way it is right now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. 
Could always scale one up and make it like a boss. <laughs> or like a mid-boss or something. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's might be interesting to people how that's gonna work. Um, right now, the, the Glub and the Puke Rat are both trash mobs, which means they're always going to be that rarity. Like, they'll always be trash mobs. But the gelatinous cube that we've already started talking about, that's going to be the next one that we put into the game. And uh, the other ones like that, it's sort of hard to explain. I guess the other end of it is the bosses. So once we get to making a boss, the boss will always be a boss. And it'll be a legendary rarity. And the trash mobs will always be trash. But the mobs that are in between that can be trash, uncommon, or rare. So those ones will be differentiated by size a little bit. And then I think the rare ones, which are going to be like elite mobs, they'll have like some sort of icon or something to, to indicate that they're like max power or whatever. Right. Kind of like the skull that a lot of games use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have, I have it noted down for your next, one of your next things <laughs> whenever we get to it, Ben, is the, the elite skull. Ah, gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we have a whole bunch of, like, little UI stuff that I've been noticing. Um, I don't know if this is a place to talk about it or not, but since I brought it up, like, I've been noticing, like, just there's a, a ton of wee little stuff that, like, uh, the question marks that pop up above their heads whenever oh, yeah. you go into a fight. Like, that's just, like, a default font question mark and stuff. So I think that's something you're going to have to make a little um, image for and, like... Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of games like this have their own cursor that kind of fits the style of the game. So that was something I was kind yeah. of thinking maybe we could throw in there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of little stuff like that. <laughs> That's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm always glad when you say it's going to be fun. <laughs> See, a lot of the time when I say that, I know it's going to be a challenge, but I like that because like it makes me think more about it and more in-depth about how things will interact and stuff so i yeah i i like <laughs> the challenge aspect of it yeah that's awesome um as we're, we're recording this a little bit early so we don't have to record on the holidays so the episode that i did with kel hasn't gone up yet but we talked about that a, a bunch on there like you know the challenge of designing the game and him taking all of my ideas and and making them into the game and then i ask him um if he was having fun because <laughs> that's one of the biggest <laughs> things that I'm like hoping because this has been so much fun for me so it's it's awesome that you guys both have fun you know animating and drawing and stuff yeah, yeah for sure most definitely the challenge is definitely definitely a lot of fun yeah I'm hoping that's something that stays in the game <laughs> you know like Kel, Kel said that in in game development he's the one with the most experience so I'm always I'm always saying Kel said but um, he said there's a part of game development that's called the swamp where it gets kind of uh, um, I don't know if boring's the right word but you get into like a lot of like really small tweaks and bug fixes and everything's all pretty much done everything quits being new so yeah, it stays oh, yeah. fun through that. <laughs> I imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, we'll figure speaking it out. Of, oh, oh yeah, speaking of small little changes and stuff, uh, the next thing on our list is the stat ranges. Did you guys notice like the the modifiers on loot? We're we're dropping different stat ranges now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. noticing that, like, customizing your build with, like, different, even, like, duplicates of the same thing seems pretty important because there's a lot of variance on it. I was noticing, uh, I was noticing, like, there's a lot of, like, stats that are, like, something plus something. Is that, like, the boot? The buffs you mean? Yeah, the way, the way it all works, so any, any piece of loot, like, any, any item, weapon, or whatever that you drop, it has a, the major stats where it gives you... You know whatever it is the range 100 to 250 or something major stats so those are your strength your dexterity constitution and karma and then everything else on the weapon is a modifier is what we've been calling them mm. and a modifier is always a percent bonus to what you have so the example is like crit chance you know you have your critical chance um and by default you have zero so an item might give you plus 2.5 crit chance so so they're always like a percentage so um when you get a major stat modifier then it's a percentage boost here to your major stats so you might have you know 300 strength from your items and then you have an item with a modifier of like plus 10 percent to strength so then you get like an extra 30 tacked on your strength. Gotcha, that's cool. Yeah, I was I was having a lot of fun with the build stuff, I guess. Just kind of trying to get through the, the 10 floors of our current prototype was pretty... It felt like a pretty good grind. Like, I wasn't really just wiping them out till maybe near the end there. I think like floor seven or eight. <laughs> the yeah. one thing that I've been testing like for balance and stuff is um, right now every item drops everywhere. So you get legendaries all the time so it's really like hard to not just use legendaries but i've been just using like uncommons and rares and seeing how you can advance through and you can actually like beat level 10 with with level 9 rares so i think the balance feels really good right now you know yeah. and then when we get some stronger mobs you might have to have a legendary or something for it to work but by the time you're level 9 or 10 you should should have found a legendary by then. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it was a bit more brutal in uh, in update four. Like it doesn't feel necessarily easier, but it feels like a lot more manageable, I guess, at this point. Like it feels like I have more control over <laughs> like the pacing, I guess. I see I see on our list uh, that we're we're getting more loots from mobs. I was noticing more drops during battles too. Yeah, so before this prototype we didn't have mobs didn't give any loot the the only loot you got was from chests so now whenever you defeat a mob it gives you a piece of loot so that's huge for you know something basic for a game but it's it's huge for making it feel like it's supposed to you know because before I would sneak around the dungeons and try to get to the chests without fighting the mobs to see what I would get yeah <laughs> and and yeah. <laughs> now you have to defeat the mobs to get stuff, so it makes it, you know, it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it gives you more reason to fight the mobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, eventually, chests aren't going to give loot like they do now. You know, right now they just kind of give everything, but eventually you'll just get gold and crystals and things like that from chests. Crafting materials, you won't get your loot from there anymore. Gotcha. And some of the loot now has art. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I love seeing like the the new art on 
the items it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> i like forgot about it for some reason i don't know if i forgot about it or not but like <laughs> i equipped something and it, it was like an offhand oh it was the doll i i equipped the doll oh, and yeah. i was like there it is <laughs> like it just like yeah was so it startled me like i was like oh my god i'm so used to looking at the default stuff and now it's it's finally here yeah <laughs> yeah because i i initially equipped it without realizing that the the artwork had been added in and then it's like oh wow I didn't, I didn't realize Kel already got to that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a little just... disheartening right now because the, the new art is on the uncommon items. So, like, they're items oh, you yeah. don't use all the time. So, so like, yeah, you don't still don't get to look at it whenever you get built up. But I think that the outfit looks really good. Yeah, I'm really... I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm really liking the way all of it's coming together, like with the outfits and stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to get all of them in there and then start mixing and matching and see what I can break and what I can make look cool and stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of looks and stuff, the next thing on our list is, is the hairs, the mouths, the eyebrows. We yeah. actually have all that stuff in our character creator now. Yeah. Like, I, I knew that it was going to, like, I, I had faith that it would look really good once it's in, and it, like, looks even better than I initially envisioned. <laughs> so, <laughs> it looks so good. For real, honestly. It's, I'm loving the hair options and the different, like, customization options. It goes a long way to making uh, the character feel like my own. <laughs> Yeah, because I think Kel added a few more, like, color options, too, yeah. and that just, like, made, like, fleshed it out so much. <laughs> yeah, I was noticing there's, like, some fun colors in the hair. I think it used to be, like, black, blonde, and red. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now you have, like, green and blue and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the way I want it to work is for the hair to be, like, pretty much every color that you could imagine dying hair yeah and, and then awesome. for the skin tones i want them to be like basically every real skin tone that a human being can have he he added right. some like red and blue ones that are that are a little dramatic they kind of look like a <laughs> space alien or a de demon or something i'm not sure if those are gonna stay in but yeah um like blue and red oni or something <laughs> <laughs> just need some horns <laughs> for sure eventually we'll get there Demon <laughs> awesome <pack. laughs> i'm already thinking about how to draw that <laughs> <laughs> we have the uh cat ears for for nika's hair it's not they're not in oh, the yeah. game or anything yet but that's an asset we have so oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> i'm thinking like one of the first cosmetic packs that we'll we'll put out when the game launches is uh you know the dev pack where it's like my sunglasses ben's third eye um nika's <laughs> yeah. nika's ears and uh kel's uh, glasses awesome nice <laughs> i like that idea really fun <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i noticed you have the uh the hide headgear option. I love when RPGs have that. Because, <laughs> you know, it always kind of sucks when you're like, I spent three hours building this character and I'm never going to see their face, Dark Souls. But, <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, um, a lot of MMOs, I see that option where you can sometimes even, like, equip a whole 
outfit and then that's like separate from what you have for your stats and I'm just like that's nice like that's how our game is gonna be eventually um, you'll have the inventory like it is now and then there will be a button that says wardrobe Ah, nice. when you click on the wardrobe you'll go in and you'll be able to put anything that you've ever owned even if you've like scrapped it, don't have it anymore, that kind of thing, it'll still be there and you can put that as your cosmetic for that item. Nice. I love that. That's so good. So you can look however you want <laughs> and then yes. still equip like all the best stuff in the game. That way it keeps everybody from just looking identical, all, all having yeah. like protection of the hills as their <laughs> body. Yeah, there's a bunch of people running around in this awesome gold armor we released, and it's just like, oops. That's <laughs> all we got now. <laughs> I remember that, like, on, uh, what was it? Like, on Maple Story, anytime a new cosmetic or a new like rare legendary weapon would come out everybody would have it for like a month <laughs> you just get so tired of even seeing it you're like god i get it you pay to win no. <laughs> yeah the way to do it is you buy those and then you you don't use them for like a year and then and then you then you bring it out and everybody's like oh where'd you get that all the new players and you're like yeah <laughs> Well, I love I love the idea of it having the cosmetic side so that you can like focus on making your character look how you want in that way. That's that's really good. Yeah, that's something I really enjoy in games. So definitely wanted to build that in. Yeah, definitely. We're talking about the inventory and stuff now. So let's let's say you can sort the inventory now. That for me was like game changing, huge. Being able to tell what items I had. Yeah. Seriously, especially when you get to later floors, your inventory gets so full. I was like really <laughs> happy to see sorting options finally. <laughs> yeah, it makes things a lot easier. <laughs> well, right now you we don't have the blacksmith yet, so you can't go scrap all your trash items either. Yeah, yeah. Just end up with like a pocket full of crafting items. Yeah, but we're we're doing something that I really enjoy in games that have it, which is the separate tabs. So like you can just hit your crafting tab and see all the crafting items you have or you hit your consumable tab and you can just see all the consumables. You don't have to like uh, sort, you know, nice. or whatever. So Yeah, I just saw that in there and I was like, "Oh, that's going to be so handy." <laughs> it's <laughs> so much easier cuz like Especially, I mean, just right now, just kind of going through the, the equipment and weapons and stuff, like, it's it just makes it so much easier than having to, yeah, go through all of the, like, the materials and stuff when we, because <laughs> we're getting a whole bunch of that stuff as we're going through the dungeons and it just kind of gets in the way at this point <laughs> yeah for sure we have like so many items that drop that we can't use yet <laughs> yeah like all, yeah. all the consumables like the only consumable we have is like the one trash potion so everything else that drops is like you can't even use them <laughs> they, they don't do anything so right that's a future update is to build that whole system for like using your consumables and stuff so trying to get combat working perfectly first i think yeah that's high priority <laughs> <laughs> the one thing i ran into when i was testing was the one the one dagger the blade of end it was like only using 
the basic attack and like would never spend mana and i don't know why it was doing that oh, but weird. but cal did went in there and did like a whole overhaul on the uh the auto battle logic <laughs> which made it play a lot better too yeah i was noticing like just having the auto battler on it it seems to make a lot more like strategic choices now compared to initially when it would pretty much just attack <laughs> like i've seen it heal my character heal themselves a few times now and that's kind of cool yeah you heal at 30 percent. if you get below 30 percent, they'll use a potion if you have one okay Gosh, yeah makes sense <laughs> <laughs> and we were saying that in the future we we might add like targeting as well right like yeah yeah that's definitely something that needs to be in the game right now almost all the attacks hit like the front row there's a couple like attack randoms and a couple attack last but the attack target enemy doesn't work yet so those ones got converted to like attack closest mm, yeah so that will help a lot of the balancing of the weapons too like you know the bow's a bit weaker but once you can snipe the enemy that you want with it that'll that'll make the mana cost worthwhile <laughs> right on yeah that that makes a lot of sense i've been thinking that i was like it'd be cool to be able to like you know especially if one of the enemies is about to be down like targeting them specifically or, or if one's like healing the others for instance yeah yeah there's definitely going to be that that bit of strategy to it i think um i think like aoe attacks are going to be super valuable those might end up having to have their mana costs adjusted a bit but oh, yeah. there's that kind of thing you know right now like uh the wolf um gift of slaughter sword is like kind of the weakest sword because it only hits the front with all three of its attacks but two of those attacks should be target enemies so i think that's going to take it to like a lot better you know more even with everything else once it can attack target yeah i noticed that with the wolf the wolf of slaughter that one has like one of my favorite names but it i ended up <laughs> like replacing it really fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah one thing that i like is that you can roll like a bad sword or like a you know you can roll bad stats on stuff yeah so sometimes you'll have like a good weapon but a bad weapon might still have better stats so it's it's really like a strategic kind of thinking about like how to build with what you have for sure like for a bit there i kept finding uh like the starting sword i would find like better rolled versions of that and i'd just be like okay i just replace it <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> but then like i said after a point i had it all just outbalanced and i had like no speed and i had like a ton of attack and i was like what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the the starting sword that's actually something that um I think we're gonna take out. Oh, yeah. I just haven't made a decision about it yet, but Ben, you can fill me in how it worked for you, but Nyko, when you played, and then I let my wife play for a little bit, not like let her, but she actually had time to come in and, and play, yeah. and, and she, she did the same thing. You start with a legendary sword and nothing else, and that sword is balanced to carry you through the first couple levels until you find something better. But what happens is you find another weapon and you want to try it. But yeah. It's junk and you can't. You like if you put it on, oh, you'll yeah. just get destroyed. 
So we either have to not have weapons drop for the first three levels or change how we do like the tutorial. Gotcha. And, and right now I'm leaning towards just making the face gold longsword into an item, you know, just a regular legendary sword that can drop and kind of reworking its stats a little bit and then just having a, like a chest with you know trash and uncommon stuff that that can get you started because then when you find something it's worth replacing what you have and you're replacing it with something that you found on your own which is more exciting right. than being given a good sword and then not being able to replace it yeah that makes sense that that actually does make a lot of sense yeah did you run into that too ben like yeah, I every, pretty much every playthrough, I end up keeping that sword for quite a while, and I have all these other w main hand weapons that I don't end up using at all because of, of just how good that initial sword is. Oh, so yeah, that would definitely make sense, like kind of switching it out. So you, is that going to create problems with like the balance of the mobs or... I don't think so because I've okay. been testing it where I go into level one, scrap, get rid of the sword, you know, get rid of the tutorial sword, and then spawn mm. in a bunch of uh, trash stuff and an uncommon weapon. And as long as mm. I get the strat stats right on them, you can still go into level level one and and do fine. Okay. So it it works pretty good. I have like a little note for Cal of like what the starting stuff should be so I think I think that's gonna work out but okay. um, if not the initial character starts with two points in every major stat mm. and then you gain two points in those stats every level right and I think just buffing what you start with would also help that works <laughs> <laughs> that's a little look into the the development of the of it <laughs> so I don't know about anybody else, but I find that stuff like super interesting. Like, oh for sure, like you said, it's a challenge. It's like a puzzle you have to solve to make it yeah work right and feel natural. It's like I, I find it very interesting, but I just don't like have the brain for <laughs> for that for the numbers <laughs> and all that stuff. Like just and with that. Oops, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna say like just the fact that you have been able to balance things out so well with. <laughs> With just figuring out the numbers and stuff, that's it still blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like whatever I end up doing with animation, I feel like you're doing at least as much, if not more, on the numbers side of things. And like yeah. Ben, that stuff is always kind of a little bigger than I can understand, but yep. when you're playing it, you can feel it, whether you understand yeah. the numbers or not. And the game feel has really been getting pretty good, so. I feel like that's a testament to your your work on it. Awesome. Yeah. I I think that's a testament to like it just being a good game. You know, like we started out like this is a game I want to play. You know, that's why we're doing this. Um, right. So I can play this game. <laughs> and then uh, the the point of the prototype, like why it's called a prototype and not like alpha or beta or whatever like that, is because we're still just making sure it's a good fun game you know like if we were at this point and it wasn't fun i would probably cut my losses and scrap it 
but like I just spend I spend hours on this like my all my days off I've been on this game like playing it you know I'm, yeah. I'm testing it but I'm also just like having a lot of fun playing it so thinking that's gonna translate well for for other players too definitely yeah I think so too for sure <laughs> <laughs> right on with that we've hit our 30 minute mark so I think it's time to wrap up this show um, if you've been listening to this if you made it this far I really appreciate it um, if you're not in our discord you got to go to knobcat.com, find that Discord link, um, join us there. That's where we can talk about the game. Um, you can ask questions, and all of the updates get posted there in, in the update channel. So join so you don't miss anything. And of course, we have our Instagram, which Nika takes care of now. It's at Dungeons Obelisk. So if you want to see some of the art and stuff, um, that's, that's the place to follow us. Mm-hmm. And everything else is at knobcat.com. And with that, um, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>